Welcome to the CityGate Church podcast. Today's message was recorded at our live Sunday services, and we hope that it encourages you to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. So, you can see that I am preaching on the film Field of Dreams, 1989. Some of you weren't even married, were you? How depressing is that for me? I think I was 20, actually. I was having a little chat with somebody else. And we were going, we were in our 20s. But you can see it's a film that some of you have never seen. Uh, it is um, a film from a book called Shoeless Joe. It comes under, if you like to know where the film comes up, it comes under sports fantasy, okay? But it's the 1980s. You see the hair, you see the fashion. Who was there for the 80s? Who had the hair? Who had the fashion? It was good, wasn't it? <laughs> so I'm going to take you back into 1989. And you see Kevin Costner there and you see the trailer, and you can guess he's a farmer. And he's got a lovely wife called Annie. She was of the big hair and the interesting clothes. And their young daughter, Karen. And they live in Iowa, and he's a farmer. And one night, you see him walking through the fields, and he just hears that voice saying, if you build, he will come. If you build, he will come. And Ray, Kevin Costner, gets a dream. And he starts this dream off and he plows up his fields, which is a der moment, to make a baseball field. And you see the baseball field there. And I don't want to tell you too much about the film, but there's lots of little bits about his relationship with his dad. There's a lot about his relationship with baseball. And there's a lot of a, about a relationship with some, some baseball players from the 1920s. And that's who you see coming back from the past. And it is a great, great film. As I said, he doesn't have a great relationship with his dad. His dad has passed away. And in the film, you hear him saying, I don't want to be like my dad. I don't want to be like my dad. He never dreamed. He never did anything spontaneous. And I think that's what spurred him on to think, do you know what? I've got a dream. I'm going to make a baseball field. I'm going to do it on my prime land. And everyone's going to mock me and roll their eyes. But do you know what? I've got a dream. I'm going to do it. And that's the part of the film. He is dreaming. And this morning, I want to talk to you about dreaming. And we've got uh, a dictionary definition coming up of what a dream is. A dream is a condition or achievement that is longed for, an aspiration. It's that thing that you're longing for. And you know, this morning, I want those longings to come back. I want you to start dreaming again. That's my real heart, that those dreams are going to come back. What is your aspiration this morning? What are you longing for? What are you dreaming for? John Maxwell, then we always love a quote from John Maxwell. A dream is an inspiring picture of the future that energises your mind, will and emotions, empowering you to do everything you can to achieve it. 
When you've got a dream, you're going to achieve it. You're going to push past everything else because that's your dream. That's what you want to do. And you can see in this film that Ray does crazy to get this baseball field up and running. I want to remind you, and I want to take you back, and some of you, maybe you want to close your eyes or something. Do you remember a child? Do you remember being that child? Do you remember being like a six-year-old or maybe an 11-year-old? Do you remember what you were dreaming then? Do you remember when people came up to you and said, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do? What sort of house do you want to live in? What car? Do you remember the audacious dreams we had? I'm going to be prime minister. I'm going to be the queen of England. I'm going to be the president of America. I'm going to be an athlete. And I'm sure even today, you know, as, as we talk about it, I'm sure there's a lot of girls who want to be in the England football team, uh, five-year-olds, are going, yeah, I'm going to be a woman's football player. They're dreams. They're dreams. And then you look past and sometimes you go, I can remember walking along with, sometimes with my parents and there were these huge mansions. I go, I'm going to live in one of them one day. But we laugh and in our adult mind, we're like, in that childlike mind. I want to take you back to that childlike mind when you could dream and you dreamed with all the, without all the, uh, but you know, ooh, uh, mm, might not, mm, uh, ooh, ooh. but just an unadulterated dream. So I'll ask you again, what's in your field of dreams? What's in that field? Because in Ecclesiastics 3 verse 2 it says, There's a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to uproot. And the Psalm 107 verse 37 says, They sow their fields, they plant their vineyards, and they harvest their bumper crops. What are you sowing in your field? What are you planting in your field? Can you see that vision for your bumper crops out of your dreams? Can you see it? Or have you stopped dreaming? And I think we've had a pandemic. We've just had to get by, haven't we? We have done so well the last two and a half years of just doing what we can but not being able to do what we really want, that suddenly the art of dreaming has gone and it's become a case of, well, I'll just get through. You know, this this job's okay. This this will all be all right. Today, I want to encourage you to start that business. Yeah? All you business people, it's time to start the business. For those of you who need to get that exam, stop it now. Get that exam. Start dreaming about getting that master's. Start great dreaming, uh, dreaming about getting your GCSEs, A-levels, and getting to uni. Start dreaming. Maybe you want to travel, but oh, you know what? Well, well, but I've always had a dream to go here. Start putting the money away. Start looking on the internet. Start booking your ticket. Start travelling. That's your dream. Start it. You know, and for some of us, we've had the pandemic and we haven't been down to that gym. Maybe your dream is to get in shape. Start. Get in shape. Go back to the gym. Go back to everything that you were doing before. If you're dreaming, 
I want to get in shape. I want to get fitter. I want to run a marathon. I want to play in a football team. Whatever it is, start dreaming again and do it. Maybe you need to start a charity. Maybe a long time ago, God dropped a dream into you about starting a charity or starting some social concern. And maybe, you know, we've had a pandemic. Start that dream up again. Start that dream up again. Get that charity going. Get that social concern. Why don't you start using the giftings that God has given you? Because we've all been gifted. Maybe that's the dream. One day, one day, I'm going to use what God's put inside me. Well, this is the day. This is the day that you need to start dreaming about the gifts and the talents that God has put within you. Maybe that creativity, and maybe that creativity has just stopped. Maybe the pandemic stopped it. It's just getting, getting just through that week. Those of you who are creative, start the creative dreams again. Start doing it. Even if it means pulling out a piece of paper and a pencil and start doodling again. Get those creative juices again. Start dreaming again. I dare you all to start dreaming again. Because can I tell you, God is a dreamer. Hmm. Okay, Ephesians 2 verse 10. For we are God's masterpiece. Let's just stop there. You are God's masterpiece. Do you know that? Looking at the front row. Nadine, you're God's masterpiece. Katie, you're God's masterpiece. Ben, you're God's masterpiece. Lizzie, you're God's masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. And I know that there's some people online. I want to tell you, Kay, you're God's masterpiece. Mary, you're God's masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do all the good things he planned for us long ago. Planned, dreamed. So let's read it again. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he dreamed for us long ago. Our God is a dreamer. He is dreaming over you. He is planning over you. He knows you're his masterpiece, created by him. And within you, he's put the dreams and he wants to see them fulfilled. Because what happens when they're not? We all know this verse. Proverbs 13, verse 12. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Maybe there's some heart sick here. I want to tell you to start dreaming again and your heart will turn around and not be sick. But when dreams come true, there is life and there is joy. I want to tell you just a little story about a dream I had very, very quickly. And I know sometimes we dream a lot about ourselves, and that's right, but sometimes we have to dream about what we can do for other people. And this was another people's one. And I've always loved seeing people set free. I've always loved having, sort of doing the pastoral side. And there was this sort of dream within me that I wanted to do more. I'd really like to do sort of a course. I didn't really know what, but there was a dream. I was dreaming and dreaming and dreaming. And I actually um, took two girls, and it's funny when you do something generous, something comes back for you, up to HTB to listen to Charlotte Gamble speak. And within that, I went back to the book, because I love a book. So I was looking at the books, and there I saw a course, and it's called Keys to Freedom. And I looked at it, and I thought, 
this is it. I have a dream that I'm going to do this in church. I'm going to get trained up because I've got to be trained. I'm going to get trained up. I found somewhere the other side of London and I got trained up. Can I tell you what's happened since then? We have put 120 odd men and women through Keys to Freedom in the last three years in this church. We also had a training in this church so other churches could get people facilitated as well as a few more people from this church. That's the dream. But do you know what? I'm just part of that dream because Arena Walker, Ariana Walker made that book. So I'm part of her dream, that her dream is seeing keys to freedom, people being set free all around the UK and beyond because she had a dream. I'm just a little part of it. I'm just playing my part in this dream. But how great it is when you have a dream. I could have easily said, "Mm, no, I'm busy, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. But I knew I'd heard that voice. Just like Ray did, if you build, he will come. And in fact, in my case, if you do the course, they'll be set free. So I'm going to ask you, what's the voice saying to you? Because some of it is hearing that voice. And where we hear that voice is in our soul. But because we've been talking about very much gardening stuff, I want to ask you, how good is the soil? How good is your soil that you're going to plant your dreaming? So already you might be thinking of things. You know, yeah, I've got this dream and oh, I put it down a few years. I'm going to replant it. So how good's your soil? But I want to talk about your soil and I want to turn it to your soul as well. And I have a little story here that um, about a month ago, my husband, and we've got veggie patches down our garden, he said, we're going to have to empty one of the veggie patches because the soil's not very good. I said, oh, really? Why's that? I'm not necessarily the gardener. I'm the gardener's assistant. So I said, oh, really? I've got to take all that soil out? He said, yes, 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 he said. And I'm going to have to read it so I get this right. He said, we've got hydrophobic soil, which means the soil is water repellent. So it'll not absorb water. You could put a lump of soil in a bucket of water for 12 or more hours and it won't soak in the water. So I did the really good wife thing and went, really? So so I was then marched down the garden to prove it in my pyjamas. So I toddled down the garden and he was right. (laughs) It was completely dry. And when I broke it and crumbled it, it was dry inside. It was dry and dusty. Oh, can I ask you, what's the state of your soil What's the state of your soil? So when God is pouring, remember John 3, John 7, verse 38. Whoever believes in me, as scripture said, rivers of living water will flow from within me. You have rivers of water flowing within you. That's where your dreams are. But have you got hydrophobic soil and you're not letting the water in? So you're feeling dry and you're feeling dusty. In a minute, you can just ask the Holy Spirit in, and that living water will come back, and your soil will go from being like that to soil where you can plant, where you can start sowing those seeds. It's going to be good soil to plant those, those dreams that you've got, because it's where you plant your dreams, in your soul and your soil. And you need the living water of the Holy Spirit. So can I ask you, 
just to make sure that you're not dry and dusty. Because that's maybe, maybe you've had some things that haven't gone quite right. Maybe you've got some dreams that haven't happened. Come on, let's fan them into flame. Let's see those dreams come forth. I've got just six little points and then we're going to be finished because I want to get you out at 11 o'clock for your Barbie and your ice cream, don't I? So I want to talk about some dream snatchers. And how is it that we aren't dreaming? And do you know, one of the most, I think the biggest cause is busyness. We are so busy. Yet again, another question to you. When did you last linger? I quite like that word at the moment, linger. Are you lingering or are you just straight off into another job? Or are you going down? Are you sitting in your garden or in that comfy chair or going to a coffee shop with a cup of coffee and nothing else? Or is it when you sit down, you go, oh, Instagram, or Facebook, oh, I need to text that person. You're not giving yourself space. You need to have that space to dream. You need that space to think. Maybe you're doing some things like you're going for walks, but you're listening to a podcast. Well, maybe don't listen to the podcast. Maybe just listen to the Holy Spirit. Maybe sort of give yourself five minutes every day to pause Holy Spirit, what are you talking to me about? I want to dream again. Holy Spirit, give me those creative ideas. Holy Spirit, talk to me, show me. Where should I go? Direct me. But Holy Spirit, water my soul for these dreams that you're putting in within me. Sometimes the nicest thing is maybe to go to a park. When was it, you know, talking about children. What do children do? They lie on the grass. And they can be there for about 15 minutes just lying on the grass. You might not want to lie on the grass, but when have you done that recently? When have you had that moment of just dreaming? The second one is opposition. And what you will see in the film is that Ray gets a lot of opposition. And he gets it from his brother-in-law too. You will get opposition when you start dreaming. People will like, uh, you're going to do what in this climate? Why are you doing that? You'll get a lot of opposition. People will not see what you see, okay? And there will be people who, you know, Nehemiah, when he starts building the wall, all the naysayers come along. Think of Noah building the ark and how everyone laughed at him. What are you doing? So we stand on what you know your dream is. Have that passion and that strength to go, opposition can fall away because I know that I know that my God has put a dream in my heart and I'm going to see that dream fulfilled. The third thing, when you have a dream, expect hard work. I've known some lovely Christians who said, I know that God's going to give me a job. So also, what are you doing about it? Well, nothing, because he's going to give me a job. <laughs> I think you need to write off, do some emails, you know. To, and sometimes we can just think, oh, it's all just going to fall at my feet. It doesn't. You have to work. If you're going to do something, if you've got this dream to get into shape or dream to run a marathon or dream to uh, do a charity, it's going to be hard work. But be ready for it. Don't let it snatch your dream. Be ready. This is going to take a lot of hard work. When you set up a business, my husband did. He was up to 2 a.m. in the morning. He got up at 5 o'clock. He worked and then he did all his business stuff. And that went on for a good year or so before we can afford to pay anybody. 
That's it. But he had a dream. And you've got a dream. And you want to see that dream fulfilled. You also need to be ready for failure. I know. That's not nice to say from this platform, is it? Failure. But I just want to tell you that there's lots of people who have had a dream and they've failed. Michael Jordan, he was cut from his high school basketball team. Well, isn't he the greatest basketball player living? I don't know. I'm not into basketball, but he is one of them, isn't he? But he was cut. And he could have stopped then. Well, I'm not ever going to play basketball again. I thought I had a dream. I did. I had a dream. And they said I wasn't good enough. No, he pushed through. Because failure is never final. Edison with a light bulb, I think we all know this one, wasn't it 2,000 experiments to get this light bulb going? Then also, there are other people. Walt Disney was told that he, he, he didn't have any imagination. <laughs> we would not be singing all those songs. My children, when they were younger, would have not been comforted so I could go and do the washing by a Walt Disney film. I am very pleased. He continued with his dream, honestly, as a mother. Um, so all these people look like they failed. We don't see them. Do you see them as failures? No. Wow. Because they walked through failure. So you've got to be ready sometimes for failure to come in a dream, but don't let it be final. And fear. Oh, my goodness. Fear. You know that one. Oh, I don't really want to do this. This is really scary. I love Joyce Meyer. says, I just do it scared. And I'd say that to you. Just do it scared. Go for it. You know in your side, you've got, inside, you've got a dream. You go for it. Because you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. You are his masterpiece. He has put a dream in each one of you. So they were the dream snatchers. But I thought they were quite positive. I put a positive slant on them. It's summer Sundays. We want happiness and fun and ice cream, don't we? So how to be a dream catcher? I think you need to stay focused. You need to write the dream down. We know we need to write the vision down. Write it down. And this is another word I like. Let it marinate. Okay, you know, like, I'm a, a bit of a cookie person. And you know when you put the meat in and you marinate it and then the flavours go through and they get into the, the meat, they get into the bones. That's what you want for your dream. You want your dream to get into your hearts. You want your dream to get into your soul, into your brain. And you want that dream to get into your bones. So when fear comes, you go, no, this is my dream. Leave me. So let it marinate. Talk and pray with God. The second thing is you need to remember God's faithfulness. And I just have a lovely little story about a member of my small group. And it was so weird that she sent me, God's never weird, but it always just happens. She sent me this text about what was going on in her life. And um, she had done a social enterprise for black and biracial children in foster care and kinship care. And that's her professional, what she was doing. And she was in our small group. And I just felt that I really needed to say to her, I said, you have a voice and the world needs to hear your voice. She stepped back and I thought, hmm, did I do it a bit 
strongly, I think. What's, what's going on? She said, that's exactly what God's been talking to me. I said, then you need to use your voice. So whenever I see, see her, I was, was sort of really encouraging her. Come on, use your voice, use your voice. So this woman has presented several online conferences. She's now the co-chair for the National Kinship Care Alliance Voice for Racial Equality and Children's Social Care. Her voice is out there. She's now a key speaker at an international conference, a call to action to change child welfare. This woman had a dream for her voice, and that voice is going out. I want to say to you again, what is your dream? Where does your voice, where does your, your creativity, where does your gifting needed in this community, in this world, in this country, wherever it is, you need to rise up now and just claim that dream back again and start running with your dream. Number three, keep your passion alive. Have people around you who will help you accomplish it. I don't know if you remember my friendship uh, preach, which was a few weeks ago, when I said, when God wants to bless you, what does he do? He brings you people. Uh, when the devil wants to discourage you, what does he do? He brings you people. So when you have a dream, and when it's so passionate inside of you, choose your people wisely. Choose those people really, really, really wisely. Because you want those people championing you on. I've had some amazing people in my life who have just cheered me on. And when I've sort of like, I'm a little bit stuck, they come on, Sally. Come on. You can do it, girl. Come on. And they're the ones that have got through. And that's why I have some dreams that I have seen fulfilled. And I have had some good bumper crops out of my dreams. And that is my prayer for all of you, that you have that dream and you have that bumper crop. Number four, just do it. Just do it. What can you lose? Just dream again and start dreaming, and start moving on that dream. What an adventure. Who here wants an adventure? I love adventures. Just do it. Because at the end of this film, Ray has his dream fulfilled. And I'm not going to tell you all about it, because you might want to watch it, but it is a beautiful ending of that dream fulfilled, for that if you build... He will come. And you see the fulfillment of that. So in this, just this last couple of minutes, I think I hopefully have encouraged you and said it enough. Dream again. Dream again. Dream again. Come on, guys. Get those dreams going. Start making time in your diaries to dream again. Start Start talking to people about dreams. Maybe bring those dreams that you had before that have now, you maybe put aside. Bring them back. Speak to God. Marinate it with God. Speak again. So I would love to pray with some of you. I would love to pray for those dreams to be, for all of you to become dream catchers. I mean, I can't. We haven't got enough room. We've barely got enough seats. So what I can ask you, if you don't mind, is if you could just stand to your feet as a declaration to God to say, do you know, God, I want to dream again. I want those dreams. I want those dreams. I want to see people. I want those things that you put in my heart when I was a 12-year-old or a 20-year-old or maybe now at a 55-year-old. You've just got your dream and you're thinking, I want to do that dream. I'm going to ask you to 
to raise your hands and I'm going to pray right now. Father God, I thank you that you are a good God and I thank you that you dream about us. Every single person here, you are dreaming about. We are God's masterpiece. Every single person here. Father God, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, you move upon people right now. Let them know the truth of who they are. A masterpiece. A masterpiece in God's eyes. Father God, I pray right now for people to dream again. I pray for those moments when, God, you're going to just plant those dreams, sow those dreams into people's lives. Father, I pray for those people whose dreams have been wrecked the unkindness that maybe has been dealt them, the trauma that's been dealt them because of dreams unfulfilled. Father God, right now, Holy Spirit, heal them of that. Heal them. And Father God, I pray, Holy Spirit, you bring those dreams up, new dreams for those people. Sow them into new fields. Father, I pray for the souls and the soil that they, we, none of us will be hydrophobic. We will always be welcoming the water of the living Holy Spirit into our lives. So I pray right now that in this church, we will dream again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And very quickly, while you're all set, you can sit down, but while you're, you're all sitting down, I just need to do one more thing. You know what I need to do? I need to ask that question. Is there anybody here who wants to know Jesus? You've heard me talk about him. You've heard me say things, how he's a faithful God, how he loves us, how he wants us to dream. I hope I've given you a good, really good idea of how good our God is. In the film, it says, if you build, he will come. Actually, that's not for Jesus. Jesus has come. And he's come for each one of you. He is here right now. And for those of you who don't know Jesus, you know that really weird feeling that's going on in your heart? That's the Holy Spirit wooing you and pulling you in to your Father right now. So I'm going to ask, with every head bowed, I'm going to ask a very, that question again if you, need to know, if you want to know Jesus. And I'm going to ask you to just do something very simple. It's just put your hands up. And that's over this place. Just put your hands up right now in the air very quickly. If you want to say yes to Jesus. If this is your day that you think, do you know, I want that saviour. And can I just say something? As I was praying this morning, I really felt I needed to say, don't miss it. Don't think that today you have to say, do you know, I do want to know Jesus, but I'm going to sort my anger out. I do know Jesus, but I want to sort out everything that I watch on the computer. Before I sort, I need to sort that out before I put my hands up. Maybe you're that person who says, you know, I need to sort out some family issues before I put my hands out. No, no. Jesus loves you, warts and all. Whatever is going on in your life, this is the day to put your hands up. So I'm going to just ask one more time, if you are going to say yes to Jesus this morning, there will be a party in heaven. Just put your hands up. There are people looking for you now. Just quickly put your hands up. That's great. Thank you. And we are going to say this prayer. And I've asked for them to put it up on the... Up, and we're going to say it all together. And we're just going to remind ourselves. For those who maybe said this a month ago, five years ago, it's really good just to say it again. So we're going to say it all together. 
Heavenly Father, thank you that you love me and you show this by sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. I give my life to you. I turn away from my old life. I receive you as my Lord, Saviour and friend. Amen. Well, thank you, church. Enjoy outside. Have fun.